This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to WTS Waikato, a radio show and podcast which takes a look at the quirkier people, groups and interests in the region. I'm producer Gary Farrow. Those of you who follow this show will have noticed that an alpaca or a llama or some type of camelid has held pride of place as the interviewee in WTS Waikato's profile picture on social media. Well, the time has finally come. Sunday the 2nd of May was Aotearoa's National Alpaca Day and the Cornerstone Alpaca Stud near Gordonton was open to the wider public in celebration. For a modest $5 per person, you could enter the beautiful grounds of the stud. In there, you could buy alpaca feed as well as lunch for yourself and a huge range of alpaca-related products. A lot of them were actually made using alpaca wool sewn, felted and stitched as appropriate for what the product was. By the time I arrived with my alpaca-loving entourage, there were already hundreds upon hundreds of people at the stud. I tried to get comment from a few alpacas to start off with, but it looked like they were more interested in drooling over the microphone and giving me some chewing sounds. Never mind, I took it as a nice reception and would try again later on in the day. I left my family members to fraternise with the animals while I went off to have a chat with one of the humans behind the operation. I'm Dave Blom, uh, owner of Cornerstone Alpacas, breeding alpacas uh, since 2006 and love alpacas and it's uh, a passion. Uh, farming has always been a passion coming from grandfather, my father, my brother and uh, yeah, just enjoying animals and be around them and what better animal to be around with uh, than an alpaca. So, you know, fantastic. And I think one uh, of the clients just mentioned is that getting up close with the animals, there are not uh, many farms offer that and I think the interaction as you can see that little girl leading the alpaca there she's just interacting just stroking the neck gently and I think that's uh, yeah she couldn't wait to do that so it's awesome to offer it. So what we're doing here is the kids uh, want to come uh, nice and close uh, up to the alpacas and this is what we call alpaca leading 
and some of them spend quite a bit of time with the alpaca. They tend to bond with the alpaca, um, asking us some questions uh, about the alpaca, the fiber, um, how long do they carry, things like that. So yeah, it's just a, a good educational day, but it's also um, the national alpaca day, uh, New Zealand wide, and we are one of the bigger farms that uh, opens up for the per for the public and invite them and uh, yeah just showcase our packers to them So did you start this particular farm out here? Yes, we basically started back in 2008 and uh, started our first alpacas in 2006 and been on this farm since 2008. We have around uh, 70 alpacas here at the moment. And what made you choose to get particularly into keeping and breeding alpacas? Um, ex-sheep farmer and then a beef farmer and uh, yeah they just at field days just caught my eye and fall in love fell in love with them and yeah uh, the rest is history Now you've got a lot of them here, don't you? Um, have you got a number? Yes, we've got like about 70, um, about 50 uh, girls, uh, five males, and then a few. We call the baby alpacas Korea, uh, so quite a number of uh, Korea here as well. So um, the males, are the males all breeding males? Yes, they are all breeding males. We specifically breed um, for fineness of their fibre, temperament is quite important, um, their confirmation, uh, the way that they're standing is very important. Um, yes, so they are all breeding males and then also colour to keep a, a pure colour like a pure um, white, uh, black, we also have a grey, uh, then a beautiful brown and then we also have fawn so we try and diversify into the different colors as well to, uh, just to make them a bit more attractive to the public as well so yeah they enjoy the different colors Is there a big market for alpacas? Uh, the alpaca market is uh, definitely growing and we see the number of alpaca breeders definitely increasing. Uh, also the lifestylers, they love the alpacas, a beautiful pet. They need to be like two or more, uh, so they are herd animals and uh, they can make lovely pets. And what is the difference between an alpaca and a llama? Which I'm sure is a question that you're frequently asked. Very frequently. So the alpaca is a smaller animal. The llama is about 30 centimeters higher. Uh, alpacas has got like pointy ears. Llama has got like banana shaped uh, ears. Uh, they are used for trek animals. So you can put two rucksacks on them, carry up to 80 kgs. Uh, whereas the alpaca uh, that we have, we've got the wakaya. Uh, 
and that is basically for the fiber beautiful fiber um, three times uh, uh, warmer than sheep wool and then also light up uh, fiber so it's a it's a very special fiber What particular uses does the fibre go to then? Sort of like um, uh, equipment for people to wear when they're out in the wild? Yep, they can actually, not only in the wild, but also um, women can wear them around their necks, um, scarves, any fashion that you can think of in the wool industry, you will have that in the alpaca industry as well. And then we make lovely duvets, uh, blankets, uh, we, we're sending it off to Pacific alpacas and uh, they send us back beautiful duvets and uh, blankets and scarves and yes yeah, so we source all over New Zealand uh, sending our alpaca fiber to them and then we buy some of the products back at a good price from them. So you've got that element to the business and then I imagine you have a lot of people interested in coming here and having tours to learn about the alpacas. Yep we've been doing that since 2016 and the market is definitely growing obviously we're missing the international um, audience would love to have them back but uh, the local support has been immense as you can see today as well and it's absolutely stunning how they've actually supported us so we can just thank everybody that um, has um, come to our farm and we try and educate them about the, the alpacas and the value of the alpacas and their fiber um, and people are enjoying it absolutely the farm tours that's leader alpaca um, uh, or Walker alpaca tour that's also very um, yeah very popular and yeah we just enjoy alpacas and it's great to have the public um, that uh, we can showcase our uh, beautiful industry It looks like they have pretty robust personalities as well or, or confidence with all of the people who are around here because I suppose you'd have a reasonable turnover in the, in the alpaca specimens that are here um, and uh, yeah it's, it's interesting to think uh, what's their sort of intelligence like? I want to say they're one of the most intelligent uh, animals uh, around and I think there's a study that's been done to to have a look at the intelligence and they are uh, yep, one of the more intelligent animals that you can get and uh, they actually uh, would when you call them they come to you they're not running away we also try and breed friendly animals so that you can see the small children walking around with alpaca so that these are uh, that they're safe with the children uh, uh, or the children are safe with them as well and yeah so it's just great to see so many people turning up today Can alpacas, I mean they look fairly robust, can they be of utility uses um, like llamas or are they more staple for the wool? 
they're more staple for the wall, but uh, the market is just too small. Uh, we can uh, like, uh, have a meat industry as well, but unfortunately it is like, quite small at the moment. There's just not enough to breed for uh, the meat market, but that would be a good market to, to go into as a commercial animal uh, in the future, but uh, we don't have the numbers in New Zealand for that. Mm, fair enough, but um, is uh, the cornerstone alpaca stud um, growing? Because I imagine, yeah, you're getting more demand. I would say the turnover is growing in the sense that we're getting more farm tours. We're not going to expand the, uh, the farm, but the farm tours definitely. And like I said, we would love to have the international um the international visitors back again uh, they've been about 80% of our market uh, share so yeah would love to have the international guys back so it's good to know that the Aussie bubble has opened so hopefully the rest of the world will follow suit mm, definitely and how many people do you have any idea how many people you get through on a day like this um, our previous numbers uh, not last year but the previous year were about 400 um, we had a thousand interested uh, on our Facebook page. I'm guessing um, there's about a 600-ish people today, but I'm not sure about my number today. It's definitely more than 500 today. Yeah, yeah, it's looking really impressive uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you let them get real hairy, and then you shave their back. They'll grow another coat, but till then you'll see their crack. You cross them with a llama, and then you'll get a pet. Their wool will make a poncho so the cowboys won't get wet. Oh, alpaca, alpaca like a llama, but it's not. You breed them like a racehorse and they got a lot of snot. Alpaca, alpaca, whatever they may be. I tell you why I like them, cause they're hairy just like me. Thank you. I mean, um, it's just doing an interview. Oh. What, what's the reason why you came today? Oh, well, we've never really seen alpacas yeah. yeah. kind of out so close. So oh, nice, okay, fantastic. Nice to come and bring the kids, yeah. So. yeah, we've got a whole setup. We've got a, a full alpaca shop. The large piece of land on which Cornerstone Alpaca Stud has been situated since 2006 was much loved by the 70 or so animals, not to mention the humans who were attending National Alpaca Day. There was plenty of room for the foot traffic of hundreds of people of all ages who were enjoying socialising with, or at very least feeding, the alpacas. Dave's wife and co-owner, Sonia Blom, have largely attracted international tourism to the stud since 2014. Of course, COVID-19 has changed all that, and the Bloms had to diversify their business to appeal to the local tourism market. While patronage isn't up to what it was before COVID came along, a lot of people have started coming again. Cornerstone Alpaca Stud is a great attraction, and they certainly have sold it just right and put in a lot of effort to keep the business running post-COVID.
that you can buy anything alpaca related uh, um, from little toys right up to beautiful garments and also uh, we've got a lovely restaurant um, I think one of the best burgers in town so if you want to try out our, our burgers and also wood fire pizzas real fruit ice creams so yeah we've uh, developed it uh, COVID forced us to go into different uh, areas and uh, that's the area that we're developing people like to come and, and, and sit down and just enjoying the farming uh, atmosphere uh, a little bit different than just sitting uh, just in a cafe. So do you usually have people coming in here every day? Uh, we closed on Mondays and Wednesdays but otherwise we, uh, we're open for the public from 10 o'clock till 5 o'clock. Uh, this is 49 Peach Road, uh, Gordonton. Um, lovely little rural farm here in the Waikato. And yeah, come and have fun and come and uh, have a close up with our alpacas. You will enjoy it. Uh, and yeah, I'm just going to check your bags that you don't take any with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> The Bloms' extended family and friend circle seemed to have all hands on deck, either as staff or volunteers for National Alpaca Day. Everyone was fantastically welcoming and helpful throughout the experience at the Cornerstone Alpaca Stud. The barbecue, pizza oven, burgers, ice creams and chip shop were all fired right up to serve a constant stream of customers. One highlight was the Borivos rolls. Borivos are a type of sausage which originated in South Africa and is an important part of South African and Namibian cuisine. The components of the word, boar and vos, are Afrikaans and Dutch words, meaning farm sausage. Borivos are supposed to contain up to 90% of meat and 10% of spices and other ingredients. No more than 30% of the content tends to be fat, and the result is an absolutely fantastic tasting sausage, which is an absolute pleasure to eat. Really refreshing. Could I please have a comment? Are you willing to give me a comment? No? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. After speaking to Dave Blom, I went and tried to get some few comments from the alpacas again, and thankfully they did give me some this time. Their primary vocalisation is called a hum, and you can see why. Hello. I really enjoyed how it went through different intonations. It felt like the animals that I was communicating with had real personality and real expression. Overall, 
the day was incredibly satisfying. It'll be great to get back to Cornerstone Alpaca Stud. Thanks to Cornerstone Alpaca Stud for being the subjects of this episode of WTS Waikato. You can like the show on Facebook, follow it on Twitter, and find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Free FM, the Community Access Media Alliance, and New Zealand On Air for making this show happen. Do you know of a quirky person, group or interest which you think would be worth covering on WTS Waikato? For that matter, are you passionate about anything in particular in the Waikato yourself? Then contact me, Gary Farrow, on technician at freefm.org.nz or send me a message on the WTS Waikato Facebook page. It's good to be weird, let's talk about it. Thanks very much again for listening to WTS. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.